Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast, which comes to you from the Gatwick Bureau of the Independent, also known as the Beehive, the uh, Weatherspoons pub, actually. Very friendly, very nice, great view of the uh, concourse, and also a good place to meet the chief executive of Gatwick Airport, Stuart Wingate. Stuart, I've come to talk to you because Gatwick, unbelievably is going to get the next runway in South East England. Um, we always thought it was going to be uh, Heathrow. Of course, nothing confirmed yet. But tell me what your, your cunning plan is, please. Well, for a number of years now, Simon, we've been developing a plan to bring into routine use our existing northern runway, sometimes referred to as the standby runway. Uh, so this is a runway that uh, in normal operations at the airport uh, at least to date, has been used as a taxiway. And uh, what we propose to do is to actually bring that into routine use uh, and use it just for takeoffs, have all of the landings on our current main runway. Uh, and if we do that, then we can see the airport grow in future years uh, to have passenger volumes in the late 2030s of about 78 million passengers. So that would be almost twice as many as there are now. Um, a lot of people are going to be thinking, hang on, um, you've got two runways already, why not just um, start using them now, particularly since Gatwick is the busiest single runway airport in the world, and you know better than anybody that sometimes that can be a bit of an issue. Well, what we'd like to do is to bring into routine use the uh, northern runway, use it in conjunction with the main runway, but to do that we do need to get a planning permission uh, to enable us to uh, routinely use it. So what we've been working on since 2017, first of all, is developing the way in which the airfield would operate safely. Uh, we've done that successfully, uh, meeting all of the global safety standards uh, and have the support of the uh, Civil Aviation Authority to do this. Uh, which is very important. Uh, then we've put together the planning application. We've done two public consultations in recent years uh, to get the views of a whole wide range of stakeholders around the airport and to inform our plans. That led us to submit our plans. They're called a development consent order, uh, which we did earlier in the summer of this year, 2023. Uh, those plans have now been accepted by the planning inspector to go to the next stage, which means in 2024, during the first half of 2024, uh, our team will be examined on those plans by the planning inspectorate. Uh, the planning inspectorate will then have three months to make a recommendation and then the government will have three months to hopefully endorse those plans to then enable us to get on with our work. Sounds like an awful lot of hurdles before the first aircraft takes off from that runway, if indeed it ever does. Well, what we're focused on currently is getting the planning permission, uh, which uh, then gives us the uh, ability to start uh, finalising the designs of the works uh, and then ultimately uh, making the modifications, not only to the airfield, uh, but also to our terminal facilities, because they'll have to expand as well. Uh, but presuming that we get the planning uh, permission uh, towards the end of next year, maybe early 2025, 
uh, and we do the work, then we could uh, see uh, the Northern Runway come into routine use at about the end of this decade. Which, um, given that um, Heathrow has kind of paused what it is going to do, uh, would, would see a very welcome increase in capacity for those of us who uh, do like to uh, fly in and out of the London area. What sort of modifications do you have to do? Well, what, one of the things that we need to do is we need to move the centre line of the Northern Runway just 12 metres north. That's to get the uh, separation between the, uh, the two runways to allow us to, uh, to use those in conjunction uh, with one another. What we also have to do is to build additional uh, taxiway facilities on our airfield, uh, but it's actually on the land that we already own. So we're not talking here about any compulsory purchase orders for people's houses or people's businesses. This is actually done on our land. Um, and then we, in time, as the passenger volumes start to grow, uh, need to expand uh, the terminal facility. So we've got plans for that as well uh, in the submission that we've made. I think the important aspect of the uh, development is that for the first time, probably in a generation, uh, this should see uh, Gatwick be in a position to release peak hourly slots, which of course are really sought after by our airlines because that's when passengers prefer to travel. Yes, at the moment you've got this huge surge of um, flights start before 6am and right through till about 8am you've got the first wave of departures. Very, very difficult to get slots and I've been um, sitting there waiting, um, of course, because you have to slot in the departures in between the arrivals so it does get a bit congested but it's not going to be that you'll be using the new the the northern runway for um, every departure no no so what we'll do is we'll have all of the landings uh, come in on the existing routings onto the main runway which has all of the state-of-the-art equipment on for the landing of the aircraft and then we'll split the takeoffs between the existing main runway and the northern runway and on the northern runway uh, we'll have uh, the, the European-sized aircraft uh, use it uh, for takeoffs only um, and we'll not be utilising it during the nighttime hours. Is there any other airport, I've never heard of this sort of thing happening, where they've, they've kind of crammed in an extra runway, which is effectively what the passenger will find, um, into the, their existing footprint? Well, I think if you look at airports around the world, and certainly we've done that, there are examples, perhaps if you go across into the US, I think uh, San Francisco is probably using some of the principles uh, of what we're trying to adopt uh, here at Gatwick. But as I say, uh, the proposals have been a long time coming. We've really worked thoroughly on the safety case. And we're very confident that what we're doing here and what we're proposing um, is in line with all of the uh, global aviation standards. Right, so by the end of this decade, quite possibly you will have um, capacity increasing. Between now and then, can you cram any more flights, any more people into the existing Gatwick? Well, there are really two things that we're working on at Gatwick, Simon. One is to uh, improve the resilience of the airport, and then the second one is to, uh, to look at ways of uh, releasing additional uh, capacity. Um, so essentially we have uh, two ways of growing the airport. One is by deploying the latest technology um, onto the existing main runway, um, by building a new rapid exit taxiway, which is already under construction and will be available for summer next year. And then we have to make decisions to what extent do we want to use that capability for resilience or to what extent do we want to release additional capacity. But the game changer at the airport is to bring into routine use uh, the northern runway. So that rapid exit taxiway would be effectively, if we can clear the 
runway quicker, then we can get a few more departures in, or at least when things do go a little awry because of weather or um, air traffic control strikes, we've got a bit more flexibility. Yeah, that's right, and that's why we've been building that uh, this year. So it's a physical piece of infrastructure. Uh, it'll be available for use next year, and as you say, it'll either improve the resilience uh, or enable us to have more capacity, or perhaps even both. But then there are other things we're doing with national uh, air traffic services uh, to further optimise uh, the way in which the planes are controlled and the space in between the planes as they come onto the runway. Uh, again, all targeted at uh, improving the resilience, but also perhaps giving us some options for additional uh, capacity. But the real game changer, as I say, is if we can get the, the uh, permission uh, to routinely use the northern runway. For certain, if we get that permission, that'll dramatically improve the resilience of the entire airport uh, and also give us, for certain, the opportunity to grow uh, flights and passenger volumes at the airport. Stuart Wingate, Chief Executive of London Gatwick Airport, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Simon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.